Hey, how you doing? My name's Greg Knapp, and this is Find Your Purpose, Live Your Passion. Today on the podcast, you should be more selfish, how to motivate yourself to accomplish a great goal, and do you know the purpose of your work? Ready? Let's go. You know how you sometimes feel stuck? Like you're drifting through life, going through the motions? You know you were created for something more, that an average life just isn't enough for you. Then you're in the right place. Find your purpose. Live your passion. Let's go. All right, now, this one's gonna make you kind of say, wait, what's going on with Greg? Because I want you to be more selfish. Uh, Greg, not sure you missed this thing, but being selfish is kind of bad. Yeah, right, I understand. Normally, I'd agree with you. But what if being selfish is the best way to actually help other people? Can you be selfish and serve others at the same time? Yes, yes, I tell you. See, it goes right to what a friend said to me. He said, Greg, because that's my name. I get what you're saying on how great your life can be when you find and pursue your passion and purpose, but isn't it kind of selfish to focus so much on yourself? Well, I guess it all depends on what you mean by selfish. See, when I was nine years old, I flew on a plane for the first time and everything was brand new. I mean, it was thrilling. But one thing puzzled me. The flight attendant told the adults that if the plane depressurized, they should put the oxygen mask on themselves before they put it on their child. And I'm sitting there as a nine-year-old going, wait, wait, what? Excuse me? In the back. Don't they care about us kids? And my mom explained. She said, well, see, what happened is if I don't put the mask on, I might pass out trying to take care of you first. And then if I pass out, who's going to take care of you? And if all the adults pass out, who's going to help the kids? So being selfish in this case is actually better for everybody. It would allow the adults to help the little ones who could not take care of themselves. Guess what? It's the same thing with finding your passion and purpose. See, if you don't figure out what you're here to do, how can you do your best to help others? Finding your purpose isn't selfish. It's the best way for you to change the world. Once you find it and start pursuing it, you begin to do the best work of your life. Yes, it'll be good for you, but it will also be the best thing you can do to help everyone else. Put your oxygen mask on first and then serve your way to success. See, it's the same thing with your family. You need to be selfish in your marriage. Take all the time and energy you need to keep it strong and grow it. Then you can serve your children through the strength of your marriage. So again, remember, it depends on the definition of selfish. How about for your career? If you're not selfish with your sleep, with taking breaks from a busy schedule, with doing things that will fill your bucket, then you're going to wear down, burn out, and do less than your best work. And no one wins in that scenario. So here's some questions for comments at the email greg at gregorybnap.com. Where do you need to be more selfish in your life so you can actually serve others more? I hope this podcast resonates with you. And if it does, go to gregorybnap.com. Find out more about my book and my free gift for you on how to find your purpose. Gregorybnap.com. It's in the show notes as well. You know, we've all had great ideas that we never acted upon, right? I mean, we get caught up. Life happens. But what might have been? What could still be? 
I mean, what if you decide you have to do this? Not just that you want to, but you have to do this. And then you take action on it right away. I mean, really think about it. What if the next time you get a great idea, you take action on it right away? And what if you set a complete by date for it? What do you mean a complete by date? You know, like a deadline, but not a deadline because I don't like deadlines because I don't want to die. So I call it a complete by date. But what about that? You set a complete by date and then you work out what you have to work out to do each day in order to get it done by that date. You pick the date and you work backwards to make sure that you have the time to get it done. So instead of letting another week or month or year go by just dreaming about it, what if you create a positive pressure on yourself in order to get it done? I love what Mario Andretti said about this. If you wait, all that happens is you get older, right? If you wait, all that happens is you get older. Maybe you could create a situation that brings out the best in you. It's kind of like what happened to my friend, Mike Montague. See, Mike had an outline for a book about how to really make LinkedIn work for you. Not just how to set up your profile and endorse people, but really make it work for you. And he pitched the idea to his boss. Now, his boss was concerned LinkedIn might not want Mike to use its name in the title of the book and on the cover. Well, the good news was LinkedIn said, yeah, you know what? We're looking for someone to write exactly what Mike is working on. So the company gave permission for its name and logo to be used. The book was a go. Bad news. Mike's company and LinkedIn wanted the book done in six weeks. Mike hadn't actually written the book yet. In fact, Mike hadn't even started writing the book yet. He'd written an outline. <laughs> More bad news. If Mike did not get it done in six weeks, he would not look good. It would hurt his credibility and it would hurt his career. So back to the good news. The must complete date was now set for him. Six weeks. The fear of not getting it done. Huge motivator. Huge. It was time for Mike to get crack a lacking. Now, Mike did, of course, get it written in time because it's amazing what you can do when you're seriously motivated and you have a must complete date. I've actually got the link to download his book for free in the show notes. So why wait for life to create a must complete date for your next great idea? Why not set up that positive pressure on yourself by setting that date on your own? Why not focus on all the positives that will come with it and all the positive feelings and enjoyment you'll get from the moment you start the process of achieving your goal? Why not announce it publicly? Get friends to hold you accountable. And the best question, why not start now? I love what Abraham Maslow said about this. You will either step forward into growth or you will step back into safety. Yeah, that's what I always want people to say at the end of my life. Well, at least he was safe. Okay, so here's some action steps. The next time you get an idea, one, take action immediately to get it started. Two, set a must complete by date. Three, set up what you must do each day in order to meet that complete date. Four, announce it publicly. Get an accountability partner to check your progress each week. And five, when you win, pop open a Doritos bag, a cold one of your choice, and celebrate. The Doritos is just for you, Greg. Not everybody likes Doritos. You're right. I, my, my wife hates it when I eat those. She said it makes my breath smell bad. Sorry. But what great idea have you failed to act upon? Why not do it now? And here's a question I'd love for you to answer. Just email me, uh, greg at gregorybnap.com. 
when did you use positive pressure on yourself to meet a goal and how did it work out for you? And if you're just trying to now tell me how it works out for you, I would love to hear about it and we'll put it on social and talk to everybody about it. The email for me, Greg at GregoryBnap.com is in the show notes. And we talk a lot about purpose on the podcast, obviously, because it's find your purpose, live your passion. But part of this is, do you know the purpose of your work? in the work you're in right now. It doesn't always take a career shift to pursue your purpose. Sometimes your purpose doesn't even have that much to do with your work, but you can find a purpose in everything you do that will line up with what you truly believe in if you look for it. And if you can't, then you're doing the wrong things. So do you know what the purpose of the business you own or the business you work at is? Well, yeah, Greg, of course, the purpose to make a profit. If we don't, we go out of business. Hello. No, of course, profits are great. I get it. But that's the outcome of your business or the business you work for. Every business wants the outcome of profit, but there are a million ways to make a profit. So what is the purpose you're fulfilling in order to get the outcome of a profit? How do you make a difference? What's the purpose? See, this isn't just a pointless word game. There's been a lot of research on this. Deloitte has been studying it, and I've got some of the data on how important this is for you, your employees, your customers, your bottom line that I'm going to get to in just a minute. I like what Mark Benioff said about it. He said, to be truly successful, companies need to have a corporate mission that is bigger than making a profit. What got me interested in this today is a story a friend told me. He said the purpose of what he used to do was to keep people healthy and free of deadly diseases. My friend's not a doctor. He's a retired engineer. See, he designed wastewater management systems for third world countries. It made the water clean to drink every place that the company went, and it literally saves lives. Now look at the purpose he saw in his work. Do you think that made him more engaged, enthusiastic, and joyful as an employee, as a person. Oh man, you better believe it. He's still talking about it and he's retired. See, the purpose of your business, your career, your job should be the difference you're making in the world. That's important, engaging stuff. And every job can make a difference. Every life can make a difference. There's no just a, right? Like, oh, I'm, I'm just a secretary. Oh, I'm just the assistant to the assistant manager. I'm just the whatever. There are no justice because everything you're doing in your job is feeding a purpose. And if you're in line with a purpose that matters to you, you are doing it. A school bus driver can see her purpose as driving a bus or she could see it as helping the future of America get safely to and from school, prepared to learn amazing things. Those are two different ways to look at it. And you're going to have some different outcomes, don't you think? Here's the thing. Most companies haven't figured this out. They don't know how to be purpose-driven organizations. Some of them throw the words around, but they don't seem to mean it or really help their employees do it. Here are a few mission statements that I found from Fortune 500 companies. Ready? Profitable growth through superior customer service, innovation, quality, and commitment. Yeah, sure. How about this one? Guided by relentless focus on our five imperatives, we will constantly strive to implement the critical initiatives required to achieve our vision. In doing this, we will deliver operational excellence in every corner of the company and meet or exceed our commitments to the many consi- I can't even finish this. How about this one? To grow profitably in the world's vehicular markets and provide industry-leading shareholder value. I mean, do those resonate with you? Do you know what the real purpose of those companies is? 
Are you overcome with a desire to join their team and help them with their mission? Eh, me neither. Let me tell you what a few more. The first mission statement is from an agricultural equipment company. You know, I would put the mission as something like this. To help American farmers feed the world. See, I can get involved with that. Companies could learn a lot by looking at Steve Jobs' mission statement. This was the one for Apple way back in 1980. You ready? To make a contribution to the world by making tools for the mind that advance humankind. What? I, I didn't hear anything about computers or phones or, or watches. Nope. To make a contribution to the world by making tools for the mind that advance humankind. That sounds like something I could get excited about. How about you? See, I'll grip you one, uh, get you one from Steve Jobs here. He said, your time is limited, so don't waste it living someone else's life. The bottom line is that having a purpose for your business that resonates with your customers and your employees and your investors and your customers. Oh, I said that one already. I say it again because it's so important. Helps get the outcomes that you want, including increased profit. Now, here's some of that data I talked to you about earlier. Deloitte found that organizations with a strong sense of purpose, 73% of the employees were engaged. If they did not have a strong sense of purpose, only 23% were engaged. Dude, that's a 50-point difference. That, that is enormous. An organization's culture of purpose answers the critical questions of who it is and why it exists. They have a culture of purpose beyond making a profit. That's Panit Rengen of Deloitte. See, if you're not sure what your organization's purpose is, you got to find it. It's not what you do. It's why you do it. It's not your title. It's your values. It's not what you think other people want it to be. It's what connects with you at your core. So take some time and think about it. Just take out a piece of paper and write this down. The purpose of my company is blank. Or the purpose of my role in my company is blank. Really think about it. Really get it out there. How does it call you to action? How can you find something in your role where you work that fulfills a purpose that you care about? And if you can't, then it is time to try and look around and say, maybe I'm at the wrong place. But almost all of us can find it if we're working at a place that has any meaning at all. So how does it call you to action? How can you start taking that action in your life today? Now, it could be a baby step. Don't try to do it all at once. But what can you do today to take action on your purpose wherever you find yourself? I love what Simon Sinek said about it. Customers will never love a company until the employees love it first. I hope this podcast resonates with you. And if it does, go to gregorybnapp.com. Find out more about my book and my free gift for you on how to find your purpose. Gregorybnapp.com. It's in the show notes as well.